Welcome to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you can find links to our social media accounts. Led by Pastor Mike Deese, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Now presenting this week's message. Due to technical difficulties during today's service, we will have to skip ahead in this week's message. Mike is starting off in Philippians chapter 1. So it's here that he's going, you know, I'm, th- I'm thankful for you, the partnership that you have. And he begins to unfold that uh, throughout this particular letter, how we can partner with one another and partner with God. And then that fifth, uh, that sixth verse is really the focal point for us, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So what I want you to do is just right now, just kind of close your eyes and say, Lord, thank you that I can be confident that you will complete what you have begun in my life. You know, thank you for that. And then say in Jesus' name and because of Jesus, amen. All right. I think this is, today is a reminder of that, that it's a tangible reminder that if we just continue to hang along with God and continue to seek to obey Him and be a part of what it is that He wants in this world, not just what we want, that uh, we see evidence in different aspects of our life where He completes it. So there's something that may be going on in your life right now and you're going, I don't see, I don't see this, you know, coming to a good end or good completion. And yet his promise is that he will do that as we surrender our lives to to him. He is sovereign. He loves us. He loves you more than anybody could love you. And he said, I will complete it. And so we praise him for that. Now, today we're coming to celebrate as we celebrate our birthday to acknowledge this right here that you know God continues to work out his purposes in our life and it's not through our strength and it's not through our wisdom but it's through his and so I want to invite you whether you are a guest or not to to celebrate God and his goodness and his faithfulness to us uh, as we celebrate our birthday today in a, in a uh, special way two ways we're going to do that one is through an old-fashioned note burning ceremony we're going to talk about about that in just a minute and then later on we're going to celebrate through sharing and the Lord's Supper together but let me back up just a little bit uh, it was 29 years ago that Cross Point celebrated our first service. Uh, we were in the Roswell High School uh, and uh, it was a set up breakdown nightmare for a couple of years and yet we knew that it was God's purpose to call us into existence. He has a plan and he has a purpose uh, for each and every one of us. And so we uh, continued to meet and we were looking for a, a permanent place somewhere we didn't have to sit up and break down, you know, every week. And uh, we had seen this particular building, and uh, what we had was uh, some people that were in real estate that would come and report back to us. 
and uh, let us know what was out there. And so we looked at different properties and we looked at buildings and, and uh, we had seen this one and we said, nah, nah, not this one. And uh, so it became finally known as the Boomerang Building uh, because we'd look at other options and yet this one kept coming back up. And the reason it did is because uh, the price continued to, to uh, go lower. And uh, it was owned by the RTC, the Resolution Trust Corporation. And uh, that meant that the developer went under, the bank went under, the government had it, and they were just trying to unload it. And so uh, we prayed, and we actually marched around this building. You know, we would just pray around this building. God, God, is this what you want for us? And uh, we really believe that this is what uh, where God was leading us. 50% or more was never built out. Like this room right here had never been utilized uh, in, the, in the previous 10 years that the building had been here. Uh, and there was a lot more space uh, all over the building. So um, we, put a, we put a bid in on this thing for cash money, which we did not have. And uh, <clears throat> so... Uh, and it turns out that uh, we got it, obviously. And uh, so then we went to, and here's how, here's how partnerships work. We went to our mother church and we said, I, we think we just bought a building. Uh, and we, they might want to know that we've got a little bit more backing. We know God can do this, but, you know, they might want you to co-sign on a loan for us. And so... Uh, they partnered with us in doing that. They said, we'll do it for a couple of years and then, you know, we'll get off of it. And so that's, that's the way that happened. That's the way it went down. And, uh, so as we came in here, we had a, we had to have it, um, the code for public assembly and all that kind of stuff. It had gone from an office building now to, you know, a church. And we had a fire marshal who was a believer and he came in. And he said, wait a minute, this building was built to code for a church. It, it was built beyond the office, you know, building code to code to a church. And, uh, it was, that was amazing because that saved tens of thousands, you know, of dollars as far as bringing the building up to code. And, uh, so he actually came and gave a testimony as far as God's provision. So God, you know, Partner, we partnered with God. God enabled us through a partnership with our mother church, Johnson Ferry, and then even the partnership of, of the Roswell City Fire Department with the fire marshal coming in and, and walking alongside us into this. And so all of a sudden we found ourselves, you know, in a two point, at that time, a $2.1 million building uh, for the price of $650,000. Yay, God, you know. All right, so, and then there was, you know, the, then we built out spaces and things of that nature. We had a lot of questions, a lot of people questioned us and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's the church doing buying an office building? And number two, the office building went under because they could not get enough tenants in it. And what makes you think that you're going to be able to make this thing work? How are you going to get tenants in it? You know, the professionals couldn't do it we said you don't know our realtor you don't know our realtor and uh so what we did have here's another way that god we saw god's hand in this we had a lot of property managers and things of that nature and so we, our plan was at that time to uh to open it up so that we could have tenants on the top two floors and the church would lose use the first floor 
And uh, so that's the way that's the way it went down. And before we ever opened our doors here in uh, uh, 1993, uh, the building was full of tenants. God provided. And uh, so and our very first tenant, other than the ones that were here, was the uh, church, uh, our association, the Roswell Association leadership that, that came and was a part of it. So we've always been able to partner with other ministries. We have other ministries right now that, that utilize this. So we came in and we gathered and we were excited about what God was doing. We were really, really excited about not having to set up and break down. If you think that seven o'clock Wednesday morning prayers early, you should have been there on Sunday mornings when we were trying to crank up an old Bluebird school bus and a couple of 15 passenger vans at 6 a.m. on cold winter days and drive all of the stuff that we needed. Uh, chairs, uh, all of the platform stages, sound equipment, baby beds, the whole nine yards. We did that for two years. Aren't you glad you, we have this place now? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we, uh, we, we were so thankful to, to be here and thankful to see how God's hand was providing for this, uh, for our church at that particular time. We, we had a time of dedicating the building. And this is one of those uh, examples, as we see in, in Scripture, to, to acknowledge God's hand in something. So we had Henry Blackaby. Many of you, most of you know Henry Blackaby. We invited him to come and uh, to be with us for our dedication. And he shared. And that's when he said, listen, guys, you may not know this, but God wants to use this place not just as a gathering place, but he wants it to be a world mission strategy center through which, you know, you are sending out uh, people and you're equipping people uh, for world missions. And we see through our global partners how God continues to do that. Also through the seven churches that we had in our early days uh, of ministry to partner with and planning uh, other churches, uh, not only here, uh, but in other states as well. So uh, we see that uh, God continued to plant his dream within us and not just our dream for our convenience or our comfort. And so this, through the years, this facility has been a venue for worship and for discipleship, for fellowship, for evangelism. And, um, and during that time, we've tried to be good stewards uh, to recognize how God wanted us to, to utilize this for the church purposes, for the, our church family purposes, but also as we continue to, to have tenants within our building. Uh, and so we would move. We've actually had offices on all three floors, our, our church offices on all three floors here at Cross Point. We settled in, um, what about 15 years ago onto the first floor where we are right now. We believe that God wanted us to, to occupy that uh, space uh, for our offices. And so it's, it's through this time that I think God really wants to encourage us to, to really uh, applaud him to be grateful and thankful to him for uh, what he has done and how he has led us. We've tried as leadership, as our elders, as our uh, the other leaders in strategic places to be good stewards of what God has given us here uh, and to cooperate with him and his timing, you know, because we really do believe that, uh, you know, that as debt, as, as individuals, we need to be as debt-free 
Well, just we don't need to owe anybody. So, God, how would you lead us in doing that? And so with this particular mortgage, there were times where we're going, okay, what's your timing on this? Uh, do we just need to, to do a special campaign and pay it off? Well, it came to, to this past August uh, that our mortgage was paid in full. All right? And so that's a, that's a big deal. Well, you know, completely debt free, uh, as a, as a, as a church. And the timing of it was also a great, great indicator of, of God's goodness and what He wanted us to do. Uh, and it was at that particular point, as we were having discussions with Aaron and Stephanie, that we went, wait a minute. Wow, we're not going to have that mortgage payment any longer. So it opened the door uh, to be able to invite them to come and join us at this particular time. So what a great gift that is. So another another deal is, is that, you know, as, as all of you know, that things like this don't happen, uh, you know, just by happenstance, there's a lot of intentionality behind it, and and one of the one of the ways that God has partnered with us and demonstrated faithfulness to us, uh, and He does this all the time in ways that we we don't know, we're not really sure. But one of the ways that He's done this is through an individual by the name of Anna Bori. Uh, Anna, it's been like over 15 years now, right? 13. 2006. Yeah, okay, okay. My math's not good. I did go to Auburn, but... Uh, huh? What? She was? Okay, but I was closer on her than I was on that. Okay. All right. You're mean, but that's okay. We'll talk about that later. All right, so... But, uh, you know, God brought us Anna, and uh, if you've not been around since so many of you have heard this, she, even though she's a gator, she's really at heart a bulldog uh, as far as finances are concerned. She has been a tremendous, tremendous gift to, to our church body, and uh, we are just grateful to her. So... Not only in the area of finances, but she's uh, she's multi-talented and, and and so many other ways. Uh, but uh, one of one of the uh, experiences or, or expressions of of celebrating what God has done uh, in our personal lives. I don't know if you've ever done this. If the, if if there's ever been a time in your life where you kind of listed out your faults or your sins or whatever, and somebody encouraged you just to take that, write it down, and burn it. Right? Burn it. That means it's gone, gone like Donkey Kong. It's gone, okay? So uh, there's been a practice, there's a tradition, you know, uh, in church history. It's whenever there is no mortgage to burn the note, you know, that agreement that you're going to pay. So we have this note uh, that we're going to burn, and I'm going to ask Anna to come up here since she was so strategic and... and uh, you know, making us count every penny. And uh, she's going to... Come on, baby, light this fire. Okay. Uh, we're going to burn the note. All right. Yes, ma'am. All right. Hey, raise a hallelujah right there for you.
for those of you like, oh, insurance-minded people, we do have... <laughs> we've got water back here. <laughs> All right. So I want to thank you for your faithfulness and your partnership, but most of all, one more time, let's give praise to God for His faithfulness to us. All right, good job there. Uh, all right, so the first thing we got, the first thing I got, and, and Anna put this, uh, and by the way, that wasn't the original note. That was a copy of the note. <laughs> we still have the other one that says paid in full, but we got a letter that uh, from, the, from the bank, you know, that says paid in full. Yeah, paid in full. All right, so I was going, okay, we're going to burn that thing. And, and then I got to think, we're not burning that. <laughs> We're not. We're not going to burn that. I mean, we're going. We're going. To, we're not even going to burn a copy of that. And you know, one of the things that uh, that really it, it caused me to think about is that so oftentimes we as Christians uh, we we end up burning the promises that God has given to us that says paid in full. I think it's so appropriate for us as, as we celebrate this day, there's a greater debt that's been paid. And it's been paid for every single person uh, that lives and breathes. And it's a debt that's been paid for you. And some of you, you don't may not you you may not understand that. You're still in a seeking mode, trying to figure the God stuff out, trying to figure Jesus out. And and yet he he came so that you could have life and have it abundantly. He came so that you could live with Him forever. He came so that you could have peace with God. And Jesus did something amazing uh, through His personal sacrifice in Colossians chapter 2. Paul does an, an amazing thing. Stay put. Paul does an amazing thing by sharing with us exactly what happened. Uh, Jesus came into the world. He entered to the world. He humbled Himself. And that same, that same aspect of humility is required of us to humble ourselves before Him and experience what He desires in our life. But in verse 13 of Colossians chapter 2, He picks up and He says this, When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your faith, flesh God made you alive with Christ he forgave us all of our sins he forgave us what does it say all of our sins having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us he has taken it away nailing it to the cross he has taken it away nailing it to the cross the Lord's Supper is one of the two ordinances that God has given us. And He has asked us as the body of Christ to, to join with Him in celebrating what He has done. Jesus nailed the, our sins to the cross. He burnt the note of indebtedness. And He's given us a letter. He's given us a letter that says paid in full. Paid in full. Unfortunately, too many times as believers, we, we, we keep trying to 
to pay off sins that Jesus has already paid off. And, and, and we live with a sense of, of performance rather than looking to Jesus' performance. We look to our performance. This is just a reminder for us, and the Lord's Supper is a reminder for us that we've got the letter. And He wants you to read that every single day so you're not out there trying to pay a debt that you could never pay. And to celebrate, just as we celebrated the burning of this, paid in full. You are cleansed. You are filled with His righteousness as a child of God. And as a result of that, you can sing a hallelujah even in the storms, even in the struggles. You can sing a hallelujah. Why? Because He's won the war. We, we are victorious. We are chained to Him. He said and He reminded us that in this world we're going to have trouble, but take heart, He's overcome the world. Sing a hallelujah. Demonstrate that gratefulness to Him. And your gratefulness, even in the midst of the storm, your gratefulness is a testimony of your faith in Him, saying, God, I, I don't like these circumstances, but that's not going to keep me from acknowledging your promise that I am clean, that I am free, that I am whole. As a family of uh, faith here, and believer, brothers and sisters in Christ, those who have trusted Jesus Christ, who've acknowledged, I can't do it, I can't pay it, I, I can't be religious enough, but I'm trusting solely in the work of Jesus Christ on the cross and His resurrection. I'm trusting that for my life and for my identity. We celebrate that by coming to the Lord's table. And it's at the Lord's table that Paul reminds us to, to be be very sincere in reflecting on that. To come and just to acknowledge. And it may be that lately you've had a bad attitude. There may be stuff going on. There may be sins in your life. There may be hurts and hang-ups and habits, you know, that you've been focused on rather than focusing on the latter. He's going, you've got what it takes because you've got my, my power. You, you, you've got my life. You've got my spirit within you. And so as, as we come to the Lord's table, Paul says, <clears throat> reflect on that. But and before coming up and doing this traditional thing or, 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 or this observance, reflect on your relationship with Him. Reflect on His love for you and the love that He has extended not only to you, but He, he extends through you to others around you. Think about that. And if there's somebody that you need to go to and, and, and you need to acknowledge that there's been an attitude or, or there's some unforgiveness, he's saying, take care of that. Just go to them. You're going, well, that's weird. No, it's not. You know what's weird? It's, it's living with the burden of, of sin and shame in our life. But we make that seem more natural than just taking God at His Word. He's saying, just go do that. Just do what I say do, and you will experience my presence and my grace and my blessings in a way that you can't fully understand in any other way. So I want to invite you this morning just to bow your heads just for a moment as we prepare to come to Christ's table. Just take a moment right now and just just call out to Jesus. Say, Jesus, 
I'm in your house. I'm at your table. What do you want to say to me? Through your promises and through your word. What do you want to say to me? Maybe it's something like this, Jesus, I know there's nothing I can do to perform my way into your acceptance or your grace or your goodness or your blessings. But I do want to be faithful. I do want to demonstrate my trust to you. So if there's anything that you want to lead me to do right now that would bring honor to you, bring glory to you, bring redemption to a relationship, restoration, wholeness, Lord, I'm willing. Lord, I don't want I don't want to be guilty today of just entering into a ritual and patting myself on the back through observing these elements. Lord, I just want to be in right relationship with you. I just want to be a doer of what you say. I want to be a true follower. And it may be today that some of you are going, you know, I, I don't have a relationship. I mean, I've gone to church, but I don't, I don't have a relationship with God through Jesus. I'm not even sure what it is. That's the work of the Holy Spirit to come and reveal to you your need. And again, humble yourself before the Lord and just say, God, I need you. I want you. I've figured out enough to know that I can't pay my way into a right relationship with you and I can't handle what's going on in this world here on earth. And I just want to open up my life right now Jesus and ask you to come in. It's that simple, but it's that profound. If you made that decision today, I'd encourage you to talk with me or one of our elders, but I want you to know that you're invited to this table. This is Jesus' table today to share in these elements as a public demonstration of your faith in Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much that you did pay the debt for each of us. Help us through your Holy Spirit today to see the impact that has in our daily lives. To know the freedom and the joy and the hope and the purpose that that brings. And may you be honored today as we come and humble ourselves at your table and receive these elements as a symbol of your great grace, the power of the cross, the power of your resurrection. We ask your blessings on these elements, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you'll find links to our social media accounts. We gather every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Tune in next week.